0: You have made it to The Psilocybin Podcast with Tales from Ellosinia, a unique science-based psilocybin retreat based out of Mexico that not only focuses on brain health and well-being, but actually specializes in pain management. I am your host, Tanya, the medical director. Come along and join us. Jessica, the founder of this retreat, is my co-host as we break down the latest in psychedelic research, news, and the inner workings of of this amazing experience. Thanks everybody for coming to the show. We are live at El and we have a very special show for you today. We have Josefina, our own Corandera, and she's here to tell us a little bit about who she is. Josefina, can you tell us who you are and uh, what you're up to now?
1: Hi, Uh, well, my name is Josefina Massa and I'm born in Oaxaca. And I spend a lot of parts of my my life in Cosumet, Quintana Roo, that is an island also in Mexico. And I'm coming from this um, line of family that is Salvadorian ladies that help to bring babies. We call
0: them parteras. But how did you find your way to Allison? How did you end up meeting Jessica? And how did Jessica realize uh, how valuable you would be for the retreat?
1: Well, Jessica and I, we work in a company for a long time. She met my mother. She knows where I come from. She knows uh, what were our gifts. And when she started this retreat and this beautiful program to help people to heal in different levels. She called me and she reached me and she asked me if I can do this with her. And it wasn't exactly a part of my life that uh, it helped me to, to go back to my roots with this process. So as the way that we are helping and healing, I'm also on my own journey here.
0: Oh, that is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Can you tell us what your role is as the Kohen here at the retreat? What does that look like and and what do you bring?
1: Well, I'm a spiritual guide. What I do is to help, you know, to align our energies, our mind, to keep uh, like you are the ancients, to keep it calm, and help to lose yourself to keep you calm so you can actually be more free to enjoy this journey.
0: That's beautiful. Can you also tell us about what happens when everybody arrives to the retreat, the uh, blessings that you give?
1: Well, we receive them and what we try to do is, We are coming from an uh, external world. What is full of the stress? You know, we are coming to this retreat to, to heal, right? But we are bringing with all those heaviness, doubts, scare, uh, nervous, and the, the flights and all that. So, what I do is when you come here, I receive you and we try to clean all that. where we have in our energy to clean it. We do it with some copal. That is what we use, you know, like to help to our energy to be more clear and less heavy in order to be more light for this journey.
0: And the way that you do this cleansing ceremony, is this also coming from your ancestry? Is this also how your grandmother is? Yes,
1: it's all from my roots. It's how we grow, you know, this is something that you when you grow, you see from your family doing it. We use earths. We believe in earths and everything that the mother earth can give us.
0: We use it.
1: We use air. We use a copal. We use crystals. Everything that is coming from the earth to help us to uh, do a cleansing. You know, like we do cleansing for our body, but sometimes we forget to do the cleansing for our energy in order to clear our mind so yes i grow with that
0: and i've seen so many different herbs that you bring i've seen fresh chamomile i think yes. i've seen basil yes
1: basil romero i don't know how to say romero in english but it's a herb that uses rosemary and i use it uh, that absorbs they absorb and the chamomile help you to relax so you don't feel more like in vessel you know like we are doing something aggressive to you Uh the earth will absorb everything negative that we have in order to liberate also that
0: that is so beautiful would you like to go into the mushroom ceremony and how you learn from your heritage and your ancestry how to bless the mushrooms and and maybe could you tell us about your first experience in witnessing what it was like to watch your ancestors bless mushrooms and how they work with mushrooms with others?
1: The way that they do it is more like, uh, how you say it more like in the morning, more like far away. It's not like in the city, in the jungle, in the jungle. And it's more like natural things. It's like nothing like top secret is like, more a natural way that go and just take them and just eat them you know like chewing them and it's very natural for us and we do it because we believe that we have like three bodies our mind our soul and our physical body and we call them video niños this is known from our uh, more known... Uh,
0: you call the mushrooms the little niños, the niños, little children. The
1: children, yes, correct. They are the messengers for the goddess. Like the god of the dead, god of the life, god for Mother Earth. So they keep us to remind from where we come from and to be connected to them. Because the life that we are living right now is like we forget that connection to Mother Earth to life, to death. And they are a reminder and bring us to that connection to the universe. So that's just like very natural for us to do it. To
0: keep us more like
1: mind, spine how you say? Expand. Expand my
0: yeah. How old were you when you first had your experience with the little children?
1: When I saw they were doing this since you were like six years old when they started. You just grow seeing them, so it's not like you remember, you know, like it's something that you grow
0: seeing. And did you also get an opportunity to witness a lot of personal growth and healing and others that would come?
1: From the people that come to visit my grandparents, yes. Yes, and it's something that you watch. And when you're little, you don't understand what is going on as when you grow. And then you understand why they're coming, why they have pain, and we believe that when your soul is not healthy, when your mind is not healthy, your body started to resent all those pains, and you start the pain in the arm, pain my head, pain my knees, pain my stomach, because your soul, your heart, your mind is not healthy. So that's why we call it the ancestor medicine.
0: The ancestor medicine, medicine. Uh-huh. yes. And then are your grandparents still living?
1: No, they passed away a long time ago, yes. But with my mother, she is the one that actually teach me, you know, when you have uh, this situation, we use this, we need this. And it's something that you, that knowledge that you already carry.
0: So you really stepped into the calling of your ancestors. And do you feel close to your grandparents and your heritage every time you come and, and you get to partake yes, in this? Yes, I
1: do. I, will, uh, I can feel them when, how they guide me too. Yes.
0: That's so beautiful. Can you tell us a little bit for clarity? Because I'm not sure if the audience knows of what the definition of a corindera is and the difference between a corindera and a shaman.
1: Curandera is curandero is a healer. You know, she will use ears, energy uh, in order to heal your body, but also working with your energy. The shamans, it has more, we call it a like gift power, you know, like to transform the, their own energy to an another level taking their soul out of their body
0: like dimension shifts
1: not changing them they keep in this dimension but you know like they can work out of their body
0: that's so fascinating Mm -hmm. because we we can't even imagine what that must have been like i know that you were a a child and you said you didn't realize what was going on what did it feel like and at what time did you realize what was going on and, and what type of meaning did that have for you?
1: When I realized what was going on, my grandfather told me that I have the gift.
0: How old were you then?
1: I was like 11 years old. Uh, he told me I have the, the gift on my hands because I know how to do. It's like the traditional massage isn't uh, sobar. We call them sobat, which is kind of a massage, but healing, you know. So he told me that I have the gift on of my hands of healing. I didn't kind of understand what he was saying because it was natural for me that this is what my family does. So I realized that exactly when I was twenties, My grandparents, they were not with us here anymore so it's when I realized and clicked to me what he was actually saying even that I knew I didn't do it or didn't work with my hands and the level that he was doing it but it was when I was 20 when I actually realized what he was what he meant
0: that day if I remember correctly, I think you told me that you had like a, a life reorganizing event where your a- almost spiritual awakening and landing in that healer energy coincided with you needing to like rearrange your life. Is that true?
1: Yes. For 18 years, my mother got cancer. And as when the belief from all my ancestors and everything that started with a conflict with myself. We have the notice that my mother got cancer and she started the treatment even that we also in our own traditional way we did as much as I could, you know, and all everything's in our power. She got free cancer for eighteen years. She was free cancer.
0: So she is free of cancer. Yes. What and type of cancer was it? In her oh. uterus. Oh, oh later in, yeah,
1: over later. It was like eight years ago that she passed away. And I'm still believing. For 18 years, I was still able, you know, my mother and I. We didn't thought that was the chemo that helps. We did everything. You cannot imagine, you know, like if we believe that this leaf will do a tea and everything. We use everything, everything. And for 18 years, everything was good and fine. She passed away, and then I stopped believing. And I get angry. And then I was, for seven years, I was in pain. And I go, at the same way I can give light, I also can go in darkness. You know, when you have a gift, you know how to um, manage it. But when you are not in control of your feelings. I got darkness and I punished myself because I couldn't be able to help her. As a human, we get stuck and we want everything to last forever. And we know that nothing is forever. You know, we need to be ungrateful that she was with me the time that she needed to be with me. Complete her journey and she was ready to go to another level, right? So for seven years, I was living in pain. I felt thoughtless, living in the dark, incapable of grieving. I was not even able to breathe. So after seven years, it was at a point that I couldn't handle it anymore. Even though I have all this knowledge and I have a gift, I was not able to help myself so I asked the universe to help me and he sent me angels and they helped me to go back to bring my soul to my body and to my heart to get out of darkness and that was for the last year that I was working on myself and slowly slowly I started reading again happy again and one day jessica called me that's why i told her that she knew in that time what she was doing and told me about this retreat actually she bring mushrooms with her and i did mushrooms with her and i told her that the way that she do it is a beautiful way it's very care. It's very different from the traditional way you know that we do and I get the message to past present future it was a reminder of my ancestors of, and I was and at some point I was like yes you know like she bring me back and here we are, you know, me helping to healing, finding my way, you know, the, the journey or the, I lost for seven years. And I'm helping, you know, something that I really like. I love to see when the people is arriving. I can see the pain that they are going through emotionally, physically, mentally. I, I know, I see them. And when they go back home, see their eyes, you know, free of that pain is the reward that my soul, you know, is the gratefulness of being here, of all this urine I want you, that is helping me to help, and at the same time, is healing me too.
0: Do you feel like you have a message or a truth that you want to live in as we go forward as what you give and what you mean and what you stand for, for all the guests that come to you and come to us?
1: It's like, we are not alone. And whatever pain that we are going through is okay to ask help. It's, um, it's okay to be to be in that journey for a period of time but also you need to know that you can go through that and not feel pain anymore Uh, you can be free of pain and go back to joy to love to see the world to enjoy the sunlight to hear the birds and have a life you know like you're breathing again, you feel your soul, you are connected, you deserve that, we deserve that, we born to be happy, it could be abundance, and to joy
0: life. Thank you so much for sharing your story, that's so beautiful that you said the part about, you know, that Jessica called you right at this time, and you had asked the universe for help, and you had said that the universe brought you angels and it feels yeah. <laughs> like there was, you know, metaphorical spirit beings that you felt support you. It's,
1: it was a different, you know, like uh, part of my life. Uh, they bring me another curandera. And she, you know, was guiding me of my own healing.
0: So this was a real, in, real yes. human.
1: Yes, that I called my angel. She guided me to... Heal myself. We he say because we all have the power of healing. Our best healer is ourselves. That's our best healer. So she guide me again. Like we need to do grateful. We need you know to change your set of mind. You need to uh, open your heart. You know, and she guide me for my rituals in the morning, my rituals in the afternoon to growing my own food, growing my flowers, my plants, and everything bring me back I know how to do this you know like but then I was I surrounded myself and it's when everything started to open and everything started to be better in all my life areas when you surrender, surrender yes and open your heart and say so well, here I am you know here I am
0: And then Jessica called you, right? At that time. Yes.
1: At that time. Jessica called me and says, I have this idea. What do you think? It was like I told her that day. You don't know what you did. And that's why even when she doesn't believe it, I told her the healer
0: here, She is the healer. Oh, Jessica's the healer. Did everybody hear that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was such a beautiful story. Um, do you have some amazing memories of your grandparents now? Looking back,
1: oh yes, my grandpa. He was a very skinny um, man, very quiet. He never talked, but when he does, it was to tell us about stories about our ancestor. I didn't know. I thought it was just you know like how you say cuentos. Easy, you know, well seen from the culture, so they have to run away. They fell in
0: love and they ran mm-hmm. away.
1: but the, all the stories that he told me is actually stories, you know, like real stories. It's not just fairy tales, and that's the way he teaches us who we are, where and when from, where we come from. Yes, but he always was quiet, always, and he also was in the before dinner. He always sit on his couch and take all, you know, the stories, you know, that he made up. But now, I found out later that it was real stories of our ancestors. My grandmother in Oaxaca, we have two main cultures, Zapotecos and Mixtecos. And my mother, my grandfather was Mixteco and my grandmother was Zapoteca. Those two cultures, they fight to each other. So... To get married was not children's and tell the stories.
0: Do you have many brothers and sisters? I'm
1: the only child.
0: Oh. Mm -hmm. And when is your birthday?
1: (laughs) July (laughs) twenty Oh, it's coming up. Yes.
0: Oh. So your dad is still living. Yes. And does he know what work you're doing? And is he supportive?
1: He actually went somehow to the roadway, how we call it. You know, Uh he went darkness uh-huh. and he has his own journey uh-huh. so, uh, Now he's better. He's doing well. He has another family right now and he's doing better. He finds his religion Yeah. And he knows what I'm doing. Because he also did me some.
0: So when we're about to have all the guests arrive. And we're just so happy. This is just so beautiful to hear your story. And then you're, you're going to do the cleansing ceremony, which is just so settling for everyone. And tomorrow when we have the mushroom ceremony and you bless the mushrooms, do you send well wishes or what are the intentions and spiritual wishes that you put in for that process?
1: What I do first is ask permission to Mother Earth of what we are going to do as then to guide us in the best direction of what we need to heal, and uh, to the mushrooms that I asked them to bring the message that we need to get, not sometimes the one that we want to hear. Sometimes we are coming with the intention, but the message is not the one that is the one that we need, the one we need to hear in order to heal that part of our life. Uh, What I do is ask permission and ask them to be grateful, you know, that we are all here.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening. Please do us a huge favor and rate this podcast in Apple Podcasts by giving it five stars and leaving a short comment. This will make this podcast more easily found by people looking for stuff like this. We'd appreciate it. If you'd like more content, you can follow us on Instagram at Guide. And please remember that these amazing episodes are brought to you by ElliciniaRetreat.com. Check out the website. It's amazing.